Hey, everybody, this is Charles R. Horgan here. Um, just a few quick notes before the episode starts. Um, we have gotten a lot of feedback from the show, not necessarily from the fans, although there's a lot of confusion about that. And I have Alex, my co-host here. Hey. Um, he is going to, um, we're going to help talk about this this issue that happened um, with the change of networks and everything and the name of the show. I know everybody's very confused about it. Um, but also we have, um, we have notes from the, from the network the that wigs. we, yes, they want us to, to also do, uh, some extra things that normally we don't do, but I guess if we want to get paid, we have to, uh, we have to promote a lot of, uh, a lot of other stuff on the outside of this. So, so that's just the, just, just the reality of it. Ugh. So, first order of business, Alex. Um, Fuck. <laughs> Alex having a. Uh, thank God this is the intro. Oh, but this was in the notes. He said he said that we stop our, fucking around with the headphones. He said our episode just had like too much of us just fiddling around with with equipment. Um, I think that the people like that. Yeah, I, I got a lot of good feedback on Twitter of people saying, I love the five-minute segment where you guys were like, light switch on or off? And we, we just debated whether we wanted the light switch to be on during the show. And you know what? And on the message boards, a lot of people said that they liked the sequence where um, where I chased Herman around the room and talked off mic and then had to get him out of the room. And then he scratched on the door. And so I don't know what the problem is with that. But... I got a note from Alex Big Small, um, and he said that that in the future he doesn't want us to be doing that, which is kind of well. I'm already feeling the uh, the squeeze, right? The like, shackles of the new management. It's very frustrating. So, as you guys know, Alex and I used to run a pretty popular. Po I mean, po I mean, it's not for us to say, I guess, but the numbers of downloads per month. Um, per episode were pretty, pretty formidable. Um, they and, paid the bills. Yeah. I, I didn't actually have to do anything else aside from podcasting and live shows. Uh, that's pretty much it. And what I liked about it is that there was really no problem in getting celebrity guests, uh, just because all of our friends just kind of lived right around there. So if I wanted to call up, um, if I wanted to call up Tim, he could just come right, Tim Robbins, he could just come right over to the, to the house for a mm -hmm. quick episode. And he brought, he brought Susan shit. over with him. Uh, Tim and Susan were hilarious yeah. together. It's I mean, um, that episode, uh, I think that was one of the early ones that was probably episode 54 or 55, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, some great behind the scenes, uh, information about like what happened on the set of the player. Uh, oh, Susan Sarandon did that. We did that ten-minute improv with um, with her about um, about Dead Man Walking. Do you remember that? Oh like, yeah! Oh my God, that was <laughs> that was so good. Um, <laughs> we had the episode. She does a great Sean Penn. Her Sean Penn was sick. It was um, it was really good. You're Susan Sarandon. Um, the wall you can't do the voice no. i think your um your like your pace it was something about like the way that you talk you mm -hmm. nail it dude and i i feel like i nailed the sarandon physicality susan was like 
she doesn't bust up on the microphone, but she was like holding her sides and like she was yeah. laughing so hard there was like tears coming out of the corners of her eyes. Um, there was another episode that I really liked where uh, Billy Bob Thornton had come out, mm -hmm. and I think it was right after his divorce. Um, and he he really spilled his guts out on that, and then we did uh, quite a few scenes with him that that I thought were solid, and then. Two episodes after that, you had called in Alan, and I thought Alan was was super. That's Alan Alda from Mash. Oh, um, I thought you were talking about the Rickman <clears throat> episode. Oh no! Oh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So so we had a lot of really good shows on there, and the problem is, is that unless you guys have downloaded and saved those shows, those are gone now. It was. There was a lot of problems when we changed networks. I don't know how much fighting went on there, but Biggs threw a lot of money, I guess, at the show. And then the people at our old network, um, they, they were, I don't know, like, it was, it, how do you, how would you even say that that breakup was? It was... They held on to all of our old back catalog. They wouldn't release it to us, but then they also took it down off of the internet. Like, even the YouTube videos are gone. Like, they they raided the subreddit, message boards. They, uh, a lot of the mods from the message boards mysteriously disappeared. And I oh. know they, they had comprehensive, like, they were like Grateful Dead fans. Like, they had a comprehensive library of everything, like bookmarks of like when did this bit happen uh, gone oh my god yeah that makes me sick um yeah we had a pretty th pretty nice thriving community and um and i feel like a lot of that hard work has been wiped out but a lot of you guys followed us over on twitter and um and on instagram and you have known that we were going to do something else even though we have um we have some setbacks one of the biggest setbacks is that we've been moved to a different city. That was a weird thing um, in our contract that not only did we have to change our network, but we had to change the entire city. And that's been hard because, um, because we made our money doing live shows and acting in television and movies. And there's just a lot less of that here. I yeah, mean, so live shows. Yeah. I mean, we do live shows, but... They claim to have trademarked Los Angeles. Uh, uh, can I say it? I th you can say you can say the city that we were in. Yeah, Los, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. That's right. We're not we can't it. say that. We can't say the network, and we can't say the name to our old show because the old show is apparently trademarked. And if we say it, then all right, Los Angeles. Yeah, so we can say Los Angeles. Used to live there. I miss your mid-century like ranch out there, dude, over there in uh in Topanga Canyon. That was that was like a really nice house. I mean, I know you felt like you were moving down to get to it, but I just like I I love that it was it was like a time capsule house. Yeah, I guess it, it, it was quaint. Mhm. Mm so, so anyway, now we're at a new network. We're at a network called Not Safer Network. They're based That's out of Montana. Good people. I guess. Yeah, right? I mean, we had to buy all of our equipment ourselves. Um, so very little support there. And I'm yet to see a paycheck. And so to, they said for us to see our first paycheck. I know. I mean, Alex and I have been working. 
at other jobs. Mm-hmm. But to see our first paycheck, we have to, um, even though we've put other episodes out, we have to also now plug not safe for network shows. Now, these shows don't get as much, they don't get as much downloads as us. No. Um, like you would say that probably over their lifetime, maybe they've had as much da- downloads as our first like our early months, maybe when we were for like when people were first trying to figure out what when they were like, what are podcasts? Remember that? When people are like, is that like what is that? And you're like, it's kind of like radio on demand on your phone. And people are like, what? Yeah. So we didn't have a lot of downloads back then, but yeah, we we we're the uh, the tent pole for these other programs on the network, right? So we, yeah, so we're like. Super Bowl 51, and they're like the season premiere of the Goldbergs afterwards. Right. There we go. Exactly. We're like um, in... Remember when Jim Caviezel was in the the movie The Count of Monte Cristo, and he shows up in that really sick hot air balloon? So we're like that really sick hot air balloon, and the other shows are holding onto the ropes... And they're hoping that we also pull them, um, but they're down in a pile of shit. There's like, there's like horse feces. Is that the is that the one where Jim Caviezel gets crucified? Yeah. So after he gets crucified, so what happens is that he's betrayed by uh, by Guy Pierce. After he was trying to lift all these people up, he's right. betrayed. He's betrayed by Guy Pierce, and Guy Pierce. Um, Guy Pierce then has him imprisoned on this island in outside of France, I guess. Papillon. And, right? Okay. Dustin Hoffman and Steve McQueen. That's right. And so Dustin Hoffman and Steve McQueen find him there and they train him how to be like an amazing fighter. But when he gets out, he is tortured by Romans and crucified to death. Polanski's? Cru- Polanski's crucified to death? Romans. Rome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's do. Okay. Let's do that that bit over again. So it sounds like I, I got. So I don't like it when people. I don't like it when it seems like I don't make the connections <laughs> so fast. So we'll go back and we'll just edit out the last part and then, and then so, so, he's on the island and then um, and then he gets out and then he's he's captured by Romans and they torture him. Romans Polanski is the joke I'm going for here. <laughs> I have no follow-up to that. Oh, uh, so, yeah, and then Romans Polanski is there, and um, and he, he says, gets, what like, happens to nosy fellas? You know what happens he, to nosy fellas? And then the, he says, we get a ghost writer, and the ghost writer... Nicolas Cage. That's right. And the ghost writer with Nicolas Cage... Um, then heads down to get his baby from his wife, Rosemary. Rosemary's baby. Rosemary's baby, which is another Roman Roman Polanski Polanski. movie, which brings us back around. Which stars Mia Farrow, who had a tumultuous relationship with another awful human being who's a director, Woody Allen. Oh, what happened to Woody Allen? He um he made a movie Wonder Wheel. I was going to say uh, Magic in the Moonlight. Magic in the Moonlight. 
So I feel like we're getting off topic here. We're supposed to be be promoting these shows right. for Not Safe for <clears throat> Network. Um, let's see here. Do I have, do I have to have, uh, listen? To I this? think. Do I have to have listened to any of these? Or can when I, just, I look like, at, pretend to listen to them. You don't. You know what? Let's go maybe to the episode because. This intro has run a little bit long. We're at 12 minutes now. <laughs> Fuck me. So let's <laughs> let's listen to some of these podcasts while you guys listen to ours, which is really a very good podcast, and I think you're going to laugh really hard. This one only has Alex and I, so it's pretty special because we have a, uh, a cool, deep mental connection, and we're super funny. That's why we were popular and successful in Los Angeles. We can say it, I think. Los Angeles. Um... I'm just going to say L.A. to be safe from now on. Okay. L.A. L.A. that is. All right. So you guys enjoy the show. Tinseltown. <laughs> welcome, organisms. Welcome to the horror show. The horror show. The horror show. I feel like a romantic evening is winding down out in like a uh oh i've had too many to drink <laughs> oh. <laughs> come sit with me next to the fire here let's look out upon the lake oh it's so placid and tranquil i grew up here you know oh my a childish interior that comes through your your burly and manly exterior. Why, why do you choose now of all times to expose this vulnerability to me? I just... I didn't want you wondering why I had a bunch of pictures of a little kid around here. That little kid's me. I grew up here. Oh. Uh, Those people in the pictures that are older than that kid? They're my parents. Oh no. They got turned into uh, pictures? Like in The Shining at the end? Yeah, I think that's what happened at the end they, of The Shining. They got turned into pictures like at the end of Burnt Offerings. Oh. The, yes. You see, when we first moved here, there was a crazy old woman at the in the attic, and we never could see her, but we were required... As I, part of the contract to own the house, to bring her food every day. I always thought that's the best place to keep a crazy old woman. It's, I, well, you know what? We didn't even know that she was crazy, so at first we just thought she was eccentric. Well, perhaps stuffing her in the attic was what drove her to madness. We didn't know for sure, because honestly, we never got a chance to ask her. Mm. You see... <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about this dark thing. It's actually quite trivial. I mean, it. I wound up an orphan after that encounter, but I did inherit this house, which is cool. Oh, sort of like a Annie. When she was, she inherited stuff, or she was. Did she? No, I guess I, I don't know the story. You know I know what? She was adopted I, by a wealthy man. I'm gonna say I'm. I've never seen Annie. I know the song. Tomorrow. Oh, Annie, Annie, Annie. Yeah, that's the song. Boy, so Alex Band, that was funny. Yeah, that's that was pretty good, man. Oh, boy. Jeez. 
Um, did we also have time to listen to some of these not safe for network podcasts? Uh, did yeah, sure. I, I guess I could stick around. I, I think yeah, did, did did which one did did you listen to? Um, I listen to movies with wrestlers. Movies with wrestlers. I haven't heard of that. And you definitely listened to the episode. I'm sure. I did. I did. Um, and so the premise is, mm-hmm. um, two people in a room. And they have a contest to see who can name more movies with wrestlers in them. Oh, shit. So, so, like, I feel like we could do a mini-ep right now. Let's do a mini-episode of movies with wrestlers. Um, Let's see. The Longest Yard had Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. All right. Uh, The Marine had John Cena. Um, Suburban Commando. Hulk Hogan. Okay. Um... Oh, Predator had Jesse Ventura in it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they Live, Rowdy Roddy Piper. He was a wrestler? I thought he was an actor. Did I he can't. go to wrestling after after he finished acting? Hmm. Mm. I mean, it makes sense because he has a good wrestling name, I guess, so you would go right on to that. Um, I would say then, let's say... Uh, uh, oh, the Princess Bride had Wallace Shawn. That Wallace Shawn in it, and he wrestled for for quite a few years. Yeah, he yeah he wrestled with the male pattern baldness. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man! Uh, uh, can we get a sound? Let me get a sound effect. All right. Uh, wait, wait. I got. I'm pulling the board up. Get the board, get the board up. Let me fucking do it. There we go. You know what? Actually, you can turn that up, I think. I think that sounds good. Yeah, because I want that to rock me. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that one's less rock and roll than that. That one's not as rocking. I'm still figuring out the soundboard, the the sound effects stuff. I know the the brass wanted us to use more sound effects. Okay, so that was another thing. Um, and maybe he won't get mad at us, but I just wanted people, people aren't used to us playing a lot of kind of like morning zoo sound effects, but <laughs> like that, God damn it. Um, but Biggs sent us in a pretty strongly worded email that he said that he wanted us to have more, um, more sound effects in, in it. And so, um, and so we are, Haha! there we go. Oh, Jesus. Rise and shine, everybody. Okay. Well, and so, and so our, we just want time to get up, guys. It's the alarm went off. Just tell me when to stop because I've, I've got he, a whole. He said in, in no uncertain terms to really lay on to the sound effects. He wasn't clear if I was supposed to, um, okay, well, let's. Let's just stop him just for a bit because let's see here. What was uh, he was he was recommending the movie Get Out? Possible best picture. Who was the wrestler in that one? Um, Allison Williams. Allison Williams used to wrestle with mm-hmm. Wallace Shawn. Mm-hmm. That was right. It is a. Uh, a wrestling event called My Dinner with Andre. Oh my god, I do remember that. Yeah. That was sad. So, alright. Um, 
this is a thing that we that we like to do for um oh, hold on this is a thing that we like to i have to go through the emails here because our um our our listeners you know they like to send us stuff that, that for us to read out loud on the air um so this is going to be a little uncomfortable because of also the requirements that big sent us so alex get ready um sent in from our from our listener we just want to say uh, our condolences in memory of frederick paul beloved Go ahead. Hus- make my day aged 84 beloved husband of thelma loving father of mark j Frederick is survived by his six cherished grandchildren and one great happening grandchild. Um, he was predeceased by one grandchild. Tomorrow. A celebration so of life will be, be planned for a later date. So you guys can check in nine. on the message boards that for that. Okay. <laughs> um, and you know, you know, we have a great community. That's on- us. I the ball. Our condolences to the Paul family. That's what she said. And that's our... That's our weekly obituaries. Let's go! Body bag! I don't know. Maybe it was Will Wheaton reading it, but it just sounded... So it was like... I had to learn all of this obscure 80s trivia, like Pac-Man... And and the band Rush. <laughs> it's like I know everybody knows about Rush and Pac-Man. I don't know. It's like when um when people go, oh, I love old cars. I'm a classic car guy. I would love to get like a '66 Mustang. Yeah, you mean the car that you always fucking see and everything? Like, <laughs> like just like, ah, oh, love music. Who's your favorite band? You know what? I can't tell you, but in a pinch, I'll always love to listen to the Beatles. You have told me nothing about you. You have told me nothing. Yeah. So I felt like what Ready Player One did is it pretended to require obscure knowledge of Movies, music, TV, and pop culture. But the only thing that it actually got to obscure levels for was video games. Like, the guy that wrote it only knew obscure things about video games. Everything else was pretty fucking mainstream. Oh. Like, oh, yeah, I had to play war games. I had to recreate the movie War Games. This, you know, just this legendary, like, big cult <laughs> hit from the, from the 80s. Like, if you're just going on any, like, old top 20 list of... Of movies, I feel like. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> I love obscure comedy. <laughs> Maybe you haven't heard of this sketch yeah. comedy group. Yeah, I'm a bit of a nerd. My favorite books are uh, Lord of the Rings, and my favorite uh, movies are the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like, I, um, <laughs> it's like fuck people who are into Star Wars now. It's the it's one of the most profitable things ever. Right. Yeah, there's there's nothing even nerd culture about it now. It's just a big giant mainstream thing. Same with comic book movies. Yeah. Like stop pretending like these 
comic book fans still love to pretend like they're marginalized. <laughs> you, you, you're every movie now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. No one else has ever had ten years of movies planned out like that. <laughs> yeah, I want to see. I want to see the the baby universe, and I was cheated of that. <laughs> the babe universe. Yeah, we had Babe, and then we had Babe picking the city, and that was it. And it left me at that. Well, there's no place to go after the city, unless he they went back space. to the country. But there was something they could probably have done with that. They should have slowed their roll and done Babe, <laughs> and then Babe in the suburbs, and then Babe in the city. Gradually moved to the city. Yeah, they blew their load in the second movie, and they couldn't. Unless they go to space, they can't top the city. That's babe, how it works. Have you ever seen Babe picking the city? <laughs> I think so. It's just been a really long time. They have this sequence in it that is um, not hilarious. There's reasons why it maybe didn't do well in the theater, and that's because people found the original Babe to be magical and um, and the newer Babe to be dark. Okay. He has kidnapped Babe and made him perform in this thing in, like, this I've seen cancer this, yeah. ward. I've seen this. The whole movie? Yeah. I just have to see it again. Because I saw it as a child. Like, whenever the fuck <laughs> it came out, I saw it in theaters. <laughs> and then there's a sequence when Animal Control raids their building. And it's like Schindler's List. <clears throat> I don't have a lot of evidence to back this assertion up, but I feel like there's a lot of movies where the second installment in the movie franchise is they go to the city or some sort of city. Like like Home Alone? Home Alone, Babe Pig in the City, I think Madagascar 2, they just go back to New York. <laughs> I don't, wait, no. Um... It's a children's movie phenomenon, I think. Because just where else? I, I mean, I can come up with more shit. <laughs> Brave Little Toaster, they just straight up went to Mars. Like, I also love the Brave Little Toaster, even though it gave me, um, it kind of gave me a complex now when it comes to discarding old broken appliances. Mm. Because what about their feelings? I just don't even give a shit after all those years of delicious toast that my toaster gave me. Just because I bought it. I'm sorry. It's just my toast is really burned on one side and the other side is almost a dough. I just... I'm going to have to get a new toaster. What? You're getting rid of me? I'm sorry, toaster. I said I'm sorry, Toaster, but I... After all we've been through? Well... Think of all the times that I gave you a perfectly good toasted piece of toast. Yeah, but it's been... It's been maybe... A year and a half. Oh, you gotta give me a couple weeks. I'm gonna get my shit together. I'll keep... A couple weeks? Uh, I'm in a bad spot right now. Uh, what's... What's going on with you, Toaster? Ah. Uh, it's just... Uh, 
the food processor and I we used to be sort of an item. I haven't seen food processor. Like I bought that yeah. ten years ago. Yeah. I chopped nuts in it once. Is it, it, it And now it uses no space. It ain't here no more. No. You don't wanna speak to me? Look at me, I'm a mess. I moved it to the basement. Like, it was just, like, I need the cupboard space. I got other things I need to put in there. I'm a mess. I got crumbs all over the bottom of me. Look at this shit. You can smell them burning every time you turn I'll me on. I'll scoop them out. I'll, I'll shake Fuck them out. But is you. that gonna... Fuck you. I already know you're gonna just throw me in the trash. This blood. You can't give me an even toasted piece of bread then the, what do I have use of you? Why? You're a toaster. Why you do you, one thing. Why did you just figure out a method where, like, you put it in for, like, a half the time on one side, then flip it, and, and then I'll do it even. Because it doesn't work that way. Yes, Some, No. The, one, somehow, you are actually making the non-toasting side dough. The other side, burn. Oh, the... the Call Guinness Book of Ripley's Believe It or Not, or whatever. It's, it's incredible, right? Not really. It, it sounds like a broken toaster. Uh, I mean, incredible would be a toaster that just makes a great piece of toast that you love and, and cherish. I mean, like what I used to do? Yeah. Yes. What I used to make you good toast? Yes. Don't you remember? It we see a montage. It's like early morning, and the sun's coming in, and the guy has a coffee, and and the toaster pops out a piece of toast, and he butters it, and he takes a bite out of it, and it's just perfectly crispy. And he looks at the toaster, and they wink at each other. And then there's another there's another time where he's putting a toaster strudel into the toaster and he pushes it down and he's sitting there and he's watching it and they're making eye contact with him in the toaster. Fucking toast that toaster strudel. Got anyone you want to do after you come down and put frosting in I'm gonna squeeze the frosting out of a little packet. I put it in my pocket right now. It's warming up. Oh, pocket pudding. <laughs> uh, the pocket pudding's gonna be all over my toaster strudel. Mm, yeah. Make it crispy and fluffy. Both sides warm on the inside. Uh, oh, here it comes. Uh, it's strudel time! Uh, oh. the, the toaster strudel pops out into the air and he grabs it and then he like, he pats it from hand to hand because it's just so hot but he's like, ooh, fuck, and it Oh, yeah, it's a little ooh, high. Ah, ooh, this toaster strudel so goddamn Oh, ah. I might have warmed it up too ooh, much, didn't ooh, I? Toaster strudel. Ah, uh, here it comes the pocket yeah. cream. Oh, yeah. He I'm squeezes the whole thing out into like a perfect shape picture of him and the toaster holding each other into this into the frosting on top of the strudel. And then um, and then him and the toaster eat it together. Lady in the Tramp style. Mm. So somehow the toaster through its top slots is just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> As he eats the other side of the strudel. Mm. And then they kiss. I kiss the slot of the of the toaster. Oh, perfect breakfast toaster. Mm. I'll never get rid of you. I'll 
never get rid of you. That's comforting to me. I'll never get rid of you. (gasps) We come back to the present. (laughs) Get rid of me. (laughs) Oh, Toaster. Oh, Roger. What do I do with you? You can fuck me one last time. For old time's sake. I, I mean, what? I I mean, you could just put me in the bathtub with you. Okay. And then <laughs> we just see the outside of the house as the sun's going down and there's an ambulance and the fire department <laughs> and some police are there. Um, and they're they're taking a uh, they're taking a stretcher out of the front of the uh, of the house with a blanket over the top of a body, and then um, behind that, the police are leading out a toaster and handcuffs. Boy. I've been looking through this catalog of uh, of shows on this on not not safe for network. Oh, and let's see what they have here. Boy, Aaron, you know, or Alex, you know what's my my favorite show on not safe for network is Mont- it's ours. That's right, Charles R. Horror Show. That's right, Charles R. Horror Show, and then um, and then your eventual spinoff. Of course, will be my favorites, but but if I let's say if I was dead, oh, other people. Oh heavens! I know. Don't say that. Okay, well, take that out. Then I don't want to bring people down because we already had like the obituary, Mister Paul. I feel bad for him and his family. Oh, um, fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's been sad on the boards, but anyway. Um, uh, a, a good show that maybe you could listen to is one called Montucky Skies. <clears throat> sounds fun, Charles. It it sounds fun to me too. Because if you were to read right here off of off of your, do your you think app, we could listen to an episode of it before you die, Charles? Sure. Let's um let's go here. It's January 9th. Here's an episode of it. Let me just let me just cue it up here. Before you go to greener pastures. Yeah, before I head off to uh, to Fiddler's Green. Well, it's not big tinsel town in the sky. Okay, let's see here. Let's. I'll just push play. Let me skip it ahead, so we can just bombshell in a press conference that uh, her character is a Trump supporter. <laughs> and like, here's the oh, thing: talking about Roseanne. Roseanne Barr, also a Trump supporter. Yeah. Yeah. And they kind of said, like, so people were getting really upset about this, but I gotta say, it kind of makes sense. Like, she's. So let's kind of dig into what Biggs just said right there. How does it make sense to be a Trump supporter? Um, so I, I'm assuming that Biggs, I guess, must be a Trump guy then, because he's saying that, that it makes sense and that it's good. Um, so I guess I'll be bigs in this situation and then you can be, um, the people maybe holding my feet to the fire about it. And then I'm, I'm going to defend it in his name. So, so I'm, I'm Alex Biggs and, and you're the, so 
So, hi, my name's Alex Biggs. Shut the fuck up. Well, well, hey, come on now. Why would you do that sort of thing to me? Because your opinions are inflammatory. Why would you say such a thing? Because you're an Archie Bunker. No. Archie, but, but unsympathetic. Why would you? What do you mean by that? Don't well, talk back to me. I don't like how how you talk to me, um, uh, sir. That uh, Say an opinion. Okay. Um, uh, there were... Uh, uh, um, maybe we... May, what's wrong with, with getting into our country legally? Um, I, what? My okay, look, look. My my name is what, Alex what, Big Small. What's wrong with? Games? And I run a show called Montucky Skies on the Not Safer Network, and I, I want you to tell me what Major. is wrong with with just wanting to enforce the law, and and coming into our country I'm, legal, just legally. So, is your allegiance to the law or to common decency, sir? Because guess what the law was way back in the day? What was what was it? The law was slavery is allowed. If you went into the law, one of the check the 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 bullet points was slavery is allowed. Whoa. And so if you're like, well, it's the law, then you're defending slavery. But if you're like, well, I think maybe the law should be changed, and then you go, slavery is bad. Get rid of that bullet point. You make a good point. I guess I was wrong. I wish I could take shut my the fuck up. And so that's, I assume, what an episode of Montucky Skies sounds like. We heard part of it, but... Blue moon of Montucky, keep on shining. Shine on the one that's blind in me blue. Blue moon of Montucky, keep on shining. Next, I think. Next. The show is so fucking dumb. It's like they'd like rush them out of the bus and then like they'd have a picnic. So where are you from? Oh, I'm from Des Moines. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the uh, to the next bus. Hi, I'm Chad, and uh, I'm from Southern California. I love to party with my bros. Um, I love music. The Beatles are my fave in classic cars. One of these days, I'm going to buy a 68 Mustang. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And um, I really like cars from the late 60s that are kind of ubiquitous, you know? And um, what else do I like? California, not the northern part the cool part and uh I really like prescription medication the camera this whole time as it's interviewing her all it does is just keep panning up and down her body <laughs> it zooms in on her boobs and like the music's like it's always like this bassist going <laughs> that on every fucking thing like that that's going on with her well let's see how she does on her date with Chad Let's bring, what was her name again? Vanessa. Let's bring Vanessa up into the bus. Oh, hey, Vanessa. Hey. Oh, wow, you're pretty hot. Do you live on this bus? 
No, it's no. It's kind of weird if you live on a bus. I don't live on a bus. Are you a hippie? No, no, I'm not a hippie. I'm actually pretty well off. Like, I've come from Thousand Oaks. Oh, you have a Thousand Oaks? I have a thousand of them on my property. Wow, that's probably a lot of acorns. There's tons of them. My family deals in acorns. Do you have squirrels? I feel like acorns. How dare you bring such a thing up? I hate squirrels. They killed my father. Next! Uh, what? Man, Vanessa seemed super cool at first, but then once I started talking to her, she was really, really insensitive about the murder of my family at the hands of squirrels. I can't wait to find out who's next. My name's Mary, and I'm a veterinarian, and I work with rescuing squirrels. Wow, Mary sounds super hot. Camera keeps zooming in on her legs, and like, it's like showing the sun setting in between her thigh gap, and then there's like a a like an animation of a guy from a movie that has been cut out, and he's putting his sunglasses down, and then the baseline goes boom. Let's see how Mary does on the bus with Chad. Oh, hey, Mary. How you doing? It's nice to meet you. I'm doing great. I just brought, um, in this little, uh, cage, I brought a squirrel that I've been bringing back to life. Oh, hell no. Chad pulls out a gun and he, he shoots the squirrel point blank in the face. And the, the squirrel just turns what? into a, a mist of fur and blood and it just sprays onto Mary's uh, Mary's face and starts like running down and dripping off of her chin. I'm sorry, Mary. You killed him with a gun. As I've sworn to do ever since I had to I was tied to a chair and watched my mother held at gunpoint by an angry squirrel and murdered in front of me. Oh. Well, I work I don't know if you heard me earlier, but I work with squirrels and I make them better. Yeah, that's not going to work. Next! Boy, it was a super bummer with, with Mary because that gap was great. But I'm not going to be able to make it ever work with squirrels because I've vowed to eradicate them from this planet. Ever since my father was smothered to death by a squirrel who held a pillow over his face as he s slept in the night. Well, let's see what's next for Chad right after this. Hey, I'm Tim, and I filled out the form wrong, and I accidentally checked the box that said female because I thought that's that was asking me what I was looking for, and it's not. So now I'm here, and I like classic cars like 68 Mustangs and... My dad died, and I'm really mad about it, and I just want a friend, I guess. Uh. Tim sounds like he might be a long shot, but everybody gets a chance today. On next. So let's send Tim into the bus. And, oh, this whole time the uh, camera's been zooming in on Tim's, like, six-pack abs. Um, he has frosted tips. Um, it shows his butt, and then uh, he flexes his pecs a couple times, and both <laughs> times his flex pecs, and the, the bass line goes boom. <laughs> Whoa, hey, are you uh, one of the PAs <laughs> or something? Are you supposed to, uh, are you supposed are you to bring supposed in, like, the next chick? In, you bring in a chick? What? what? No. I was supposed what to. What did you bro bring in? Hi, I'm Chad. I'm Tim. 
Hi, Tim. I'm... Nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. Let's do a really masculine handshake. Okay. Like at the beginning of Predator. Not a problem. They they grip each other's forearms. Whoa. Perfectly then, symmetrical. And then it, they their hands then go to their their like an arm wrestling stance. Like over the top. And then they squeeze each other's fists super hard and their their biceps are bulging <laughs> and they look each other in the eye. Wow, Tim. You got one hell of a handshake. Yeah, you do too. I bet you your hand would look awesome gripping white knuckled the steering wheel of a 68 Mustang. Wow. How'd you know I love Mustangs? I didn't. Oh, Tim, it's like... It's... I think we should go to the next step on this episode of Next... And instead of nexting you and seeing the next person, let's Go next segment the picnic. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Boy, I sure do love Southern California. Yeah, the, the weather's quite mild. Oh. Right now. You know, usually we have a, a drought, but everything's green out here near Pepperdine, and we can also see the beach. I think the combination of the green of the grass all around us and the color of your eyes is really striking to what? me, Tim. Tim, have you ever just kind of wondered what it'd be like to press your lips against the lips of somebody you were totally vibing with at the time all the time I love to vibe and oh. lips let's vibe and lips <laughs> yeah let's try it out they they just like mash their foreheads together <laughs> their biceps they just they flex their biceps really hard and then lock their elbow creases together and just kind of smear the sweat in there uh. wow Tim I'm new to this. It's alright. You're doing great. I was just overcome with thoughts in my head that I normally suppress. What kind of thoughts are those? Flexing thoughts. Wow. Tim, you know, I'm constantly thinking about flexing. I think about exercising, working on a car maybe that I would buy in the future. Oh, like what kind of car? Like a hot rod? Yeah, like a classic hot rod. Maybe from a, a crazy time, like the 60s. 60s. Maybe something, I'm not sure if you heard of it, but... Well, you did. A Mustang. Mustang? Yeah, oh, wow. Jinx. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. we got the picnic basket. Man, I'm hungry. Let me see. He leans all the way across. They're they're both sitting on the. Uh, they've been sitting on the grass, on a blanket, and he leans across and making like a cross with their bodies, and their abs, their abs ribs go over each other like a washboards and like. And he then reaches into the uh, the basket and um, it's protein shakes. So I crack you a protein shake. 
It would be my honor to have it cracked for me by you. He just mashes it right into his head. Like he's at a frat party and the protein shake starts exploding out of holes and he hands it to Todd. Here, Todd. Wow. I break one. He breaks one on his own head and then he starts guzzling it out of the hole that's ruptured inside the protein shake. I feel like you really understand me like no one has ever done before. Well, no one human. I do have a pet that I feel like understands me. That's cool. You know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, something like my dog is super chill with me and I love to hang out with it. Oh, what's your dog's name? Oh, his, his name's Ben. Oh, that's the same name of my pet, but it's not a dog. <laughs> oh, you're, so, so, you know, they say there's cat people and there's dog people. Oh, no, just it's a not a cat guy. either. Oh, don't tell me you're a snake guy. <laughs> oh, no, that's gross. Snakes are gross. <laughs> oh, man, I was about to freak out. No, it's a squirrel, man. Wait, what? <laughs> a, squ- a squirrel, you know? You know what a squirrel what? is? I- I do know what a squirrel is. Oh, oh cool. You, you want to meet him? God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love my squirrel. As a matter of fact, I do want to meet him. Let's next to the next segment where I go to your house and meet Ben. Wow. It seems like... Todd and Chad are really hitting it off. Now let's see how it goes when he meets it. Todd's family on today's next. The, the camera does some establishing shots. It's the it's the bus pulling up in front of the uh, the house. It's like a super nice house out in the suburbs, and um, and then it does like all of these like 100 angles of them coming out of the bus. And then the house, it shows it, like, keeps zooming in on on aspects of the house. There's a flamingo in the front yard, and then the sprinkler is on, um, which is gluttonous in California these days. And then the, um, and then it zooms in on the mailbox a couple times, and then it shows the front door, and then they knock on the front door. Nellie's Ride With Me is playing, and it shows them walking into the house with, with Tim leading the way. And then... Another exterior shot, and you hear a shriek from inside, and then it cuts to inside, and Ben is being strangled while Tim watches in anguish. What are you doing? What? You stay the hell back, Tim. What? You're just going to choke him to death? Yeah, just like you did with my sister. What? What? I knew Ben. I can't believe it. I can't believe you've been harboring this criminal. No, he's nice. The yeah. hell he is. Look at this. And he, he pulls out a on his phone. It's a picture of security footage from his house from that night that his family was murdered. And sure enough, in the footage, it shows Ben. He's um, He's pulled his ski mask off and he's turned around to smoke a cigarette after killing his brother there's just like an eviscerated body that's been pinned to the wall like that da vinci um picture and his intestines have been strewn about and um and ben just takes a big long drag like gary oldman in the professional 
um, and just like exhales, like, oh, looking straight up. And there's just no fucking denying that it's Ben. But Ben is is gripping his fingers on his hand as um, as Chad is is choking him out, and Chad is holding a gun on on Todd, to keeping him back. Ah, ah. Oh, and Ben is is looking at Todd pleading and and is reaching out to him with his squirrel hand. Ah, ah, stay back, stay back, Todd. Ben, uh, help me. Uh, Ben, you can talk. Yeah, yeah, I've been hiding it. Think of how cool our relationship will be now. Just help me. Get this guy off of me. I forgive you for murdering these people I don't know. I'll never forgive you if you don't save me. He's pointing a gun at me. I don't want to get shot. As Ben's eyeballs pop out. And then his fuck, tongue sticks fuck. way out of his mouth, just way longer than you would ever think a tongue should stick out. And um, and then his fur turns blue. What the fuck? And and that's how you know he's dead. Chad holsters <laughs> this gun back into his butt crack where he's been hiding it. <laughs> Todd, thanks for doing this for me. He was the last one. He was so special to me. He helped me through some tough times. Why were you having tough times? I can't read. Oh, I hate illiterate people. Next! <laughs> an episode of next wow <laughs> what great program <laughs> oh man have you ever laughed so hard at a bit that you heard two guys do once a long time ago honestly i've never seen you laugh since um but that was also a scene with mostly my jokes so makes sense alex we have to um as they said in the notes we have to promote uh, we have to promote more Not Safe for Network shows on our own show uh, so that they can grab a hold of the fins of our rocket and explode up into the stars and fall all over the Hollywood sidewalk. Um, one of the shows I want to uh, I want to bring up is Alien Movie Project. Ooh. I was actually on an episode of Alien Movie Project talking about a movie with aliens in it, and that's really what the project is. I don't want to spoil it for you, but they got a good get on this show. They have um, a professor of what? Um, I don't or know. Like the from Gilligan's Island? It's like the professor from Gilligan's Island, except this one is not on an island. He's in California at Humboldt University, and um, and he does speech and debate. Um, he was like one of the top speech and debater guys. When I was growing up, mm. I used to have a poster of him on my wall. He was standing behind a podium with his mouth open and gesturing with a hand. Um, Where does the skipper come in? Um, the skipper came in um, when people get tired of some of these other shows that they're not used to listening to, and they hit five, 15 second forward, 
and they skip right on through there. But they won't want to do that to Alien Movie Project because uh, this professor, Aaron, he uh, hangs out with his wife named Kate, and they watch movies with aliens in them, and then they talk about it, and then they find uh, they find stuff. So we could try to do that. I could do that. Okay. That's, that's easy. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, so let's do our own little mini alien movie project right here. So let's just get an alien movie that. So just name one, I guess. Um, alien. Okay, yeah. So I think they did an alien one. Um, so alien that had Sigourney Weaver in it and um and Ridley Scott. And so we had Sigourney and Ridley on our old show. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. Um, just shortly before we moved here to Detroit. And Mm -hmm. so they had a lot of really interesting things. And I think that, sadly, um, a lot of the stuff... I know Aaron and Kate really dove deep um, with the the articles and the essays and stuff um, on that movie, but... And we got a little sidetracked. We got Ridley to open up about uh, Tony's death, uh, his brother. That's right. We did, and he did a long improv scene on that. Um, yeah, and he just like wouldn't shut up about how Days of Thunder is a bad movie. He really kind of he said that, and then Domino, like he just went on and on and on about Domino, like harsh, dude. Like um, it, it was probably like seven or eight days after the fact. It was shockingly close to the event, and um, and Sigourney and I were like texting underneath the well you were in the, the the group text like we were texting underneath the table and it was like 30 minutes into the scene and he wouldn't let us out of it and i was like oh my god and the scene wasn't even funny dude like he was playing his he was playing tony and and he just was setting himself up for us to like his tony voice was um insult like if i was tony listening to it I would have been insulted because his voice was like, I'm Tony Scott. No, may like the, the exact quote from the episode was like, I may domino. Uh, I'm going to do the last boy scout. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, boy scout, last boy scout. And that I think was like a, that was, he like, he felt like that was a, an improv game. And that made like, it was, it made me uncomfortable. Like we cut down the episode to keep it within within like an hour and a half. And he just like went on and on and on. But anyway... I feel like we should have charged Ridley Scott for a therapy session. Because I felt like that's what it was. It was. By the end of the scene, he I feel like he came back around, although he kept the Tony voice, which was dedication, I suppose. Yeah. But at the same time... This is called Deja Vu. I'm Denzel Washington getting into a time machine. Oh my god, Denzel Washington driving a thing. Tony Scott, great idea. And then I was like, what the f-? Like, I was... I mean, I hope people aren't offended. I'm just quoting what he did. Like, you guys, I would say go on YouTube and find this clip because that clip had like over a million views on it and then now it's gone like it's been scrubbed from the internet apparently Mm -hmm. so unless somebody has it like that like that bootleg hamilton that's out there so i guess the one winner in us losing our catalog is ridley scott ridley scott is the winner hmm 
And so that's what an episode that's, of, yeah. <laughs> of Alien Movie Project is like. So check that out. That's on the Not Safe for Network. Um, and so watch, listen to that wherever you listen to uh, to podcasts. Uh, so at your laptop or at your desktop computer, put it on and sit there. Or iPad. Yeah. So put your iPad on the table, cross or, your arms and sit there and watch it. Uh, what other devices can people search for? PSPs? Do people still have those? PSP, yeah. I, PlayStation um, Portable? That's okay. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Not how people can move stuff with their uh, with their mind. No. Do we want to listen to another funny skit? How about one that that stars just the two of us? Yeah. Okay. That'll be fun, I think. I've abandoned my boy. I've abandoned my child. I've abandoned my boy. I've abandoned my child. Abandoned my boy. My child. I've thrown him to the wayside. Well, I've abandoned my boy. <laughs> and I've abandoned my child. Oh, my boy's gone. He was right here a second ago. I had a great son, and then I abandoned him. <laughs> Heat. <laughs> Let's cut to two prospectors. They're just panning for, for gold. It's just... Well, I ain't found nothing. It's just water, every pan. I feel like it's just soil going through the whole thing. <laughs> I've just been splashing water. It's all over my pants and my chest. My oh, hands are freezing. God, this whole place is barren. I hate it out here. Why did we ever leave the city? I miss my old job working as a clerk. You said you hated it. You said you wanted to come out here and try it. I did, but I can work in the shade of the inside. And there was a nice cafe down the street I used to go to. We got... There's a dining area in the, in the hotel, and then you can sometimes eat in the saloon, depending. Oh, and then I have to talk to that George character. Nah, that sucks. Always complaining mean. about his flower sacks. You don't like the cooking that I do? I've been baking and... I cook flour sometimes. Oh, oh, come on. You do all right. The beans. I know sometimes you get tired of beans. But... I'm sick of beans. Oh, no. Takes off his hat, throws it on the ground dramatically. I, if I have one more bean, I swear I'm about to lose my mind. Hey, you know, I saved up for a lot for that hat to give to you. That was a... You know, I don't always have money to give you a present every year, but come on. Oh, well, you know what I mean. I was just being dramatic. You ain't sick of beans. He, he bends down and scoops the hat up, and then under when he scoops it up, it brushes away what looks like it's just gold, like a big nugget of gold underneath Well, the I'll be goddamned. Well, son of a bitch, what the hell is that? Is that? Shh. 
We don't want to alert everybody around here, do we? What, what do you what do you think that is? Is it is it good? Well, if my eyes aren't tricking me two times past Sunday right now, then I'd say that's that's gold right there. Well, how do we know for sure that it ain't fool's gold? I'm gonna be honest. I ain't never seen just you gold in the ground. You calling me a fool? Right? I'm not calling you a fool. I can see the same gold that you. At the same. Gold that you can see. So I just want to be sure. I mean, we're going to have to dig this out. If it ain't real, then we might as well not bother, right? Let's. He bends. He bends down and starts trying to bite at the gold that's in the ground, but it's too flat. He can't quite bite into it. <laughs> it's. But he's pushing his lips like flat, and his teeth are like just scraping up against the top. While the more timid guy is bending over, the the more. Husky one takes his pickaxe and drives it into the back of the guy's head. I'm so sorry. I, I need this. Oh, God. He was my only friend. But now the gold is mine. Good. We just sort of zoom out and then we show like the downstream of the uh, of where the bacon is cooking and there's some and there's some beams on the fire that are starting to burn and then there's blood in the river that as it as it flows down and then the end of that scene. Um we have uh, two guys that are out on a ranch and they are mending a fence and it's a barbed wire fence and it's just fucking forever. Like it's just the middle of nowhere. The fence goes off just into the horizon and seems to continue on into the next horizon. And these guys are just there with a big spool of wire, mending some fence. The first guy is, is hammering it in. Mm, shit. Patience is a virtue there. Oh, I know that patience is... Well, we got a lot to go. Why aren't you taking your time? That's why your finger's mm. bleeding. Because I don't want to be out here for the next week. Oh. Mm. Why, you got some place to be? Yeah, anywhere but here. I find solace in the little tasks in life. Well, why don't you help? You're just sitting on the horse. Oh. That's all right. Oh, yeah, all right for you. All right for you, sitting on the horse watching me whacking my fingers on here. Well, maybe if you weren't so hasty with the wire. That you would get off your horse and help more? Well, I don't know. Anything's possible. No river long enough, none contain a bend. Well, we'll find out, I guess. I'm almost just about done with this. <coughs> he hammers it, continues hammering the thing in there, and then he takes out like his clippers and clips the wire, and then takes the spool and puts it back up onto the horse and it climbs onto the horse and they they start riding along the wire some more. I'm really sick of how, of how you just sit up on the horse and just criticize all the time. Oh, well, maybe you're the one who's criticizing now. If 
you think about what you just said to me. Well, I've kept my mouth shut about oh, it for I've days now. It's open now, so. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. I, it's. Oh, are you one of them hypocrites? Uh, it. I think it is free for me to do it. It's all right to criticize from time oh. to time. All you do is that and oh. no work. Oh. How good are you at this? Oh, I'm plenty good. I've never, I've literally never seen you work. Well, that's never. because I don't consider it work. I consider it one of life's greatest pleasures. Then why don't you ever get off of the horse and do it? I feel like you've been going on and on about getting off of a horse and doing it. You sound like a broken something there. Hold on, this is all, this post has been all mangled here. Looks like it was struck by lightning. Huh. Hmm. Oh, you know what? Actually, I won't get off of this horse. I just won't be too hasty. You're learning. Okay. You're learning, Jeffrey. All right, well, Bill. Now we no. wait. Well, what for? Hmm. We... We show the sun. The sun, it's high noon. It's just beating down, and there's this sounded like that hawk that. Like that. And, the, and it's just like, it's super hot, and the guys are just standing there. Uh, sitting there on their horses. Well, hey. Plenty nice day. Plenty nice. Bill, it is so hot out here. It's so hot out well, here. There just, you go, complaining yet again. We could, we could get the section done. What? Mm. I thought you said mending fence was mending one of the pleasures. Mending fence is one of the pleasures of life. Well, why don't you do it? Mm. Plenty nice day. Yeah, so why don't we spend it? Ooh. Let's spend it. Why Let's don't you get it. that spool and start mending fence? How about I don't be too hasty? How about you do it? Oh. You do it, Bill. I don't want to take the pleasures away from you, Bill. <laughs> Get off of the horse and you do it. Oh. You want me to mend fence? Yeah. Yes. Instead of just sitting on the horse looking down on me. You think I should get down from the horse and mend a fence? Yes. I'll even get down with you. We'll both get down. Plenty of nice day. It sure be. Bill, we can do this together. We can get this done. If you want, when we get to the end of it, you can stay at the last part. And you can just sit on the fence. All fucking day. Mm. I just want to get this done. Mm. Mm -hmm, because I, this is not a pleasure to me. This is work. This is probably the worst ranch work. I would rather be jerking the horse off in the livery than out here in the middle of nowhere mending fence with one other guy. Jerking off a horse? Yes. You'd rather be jerking off a horse? Now that is one of life's great pleasures. I've never seen oh, you do it. I have. There you go. Criticize it again. Well, maybe... You never seen me do it because you ain't been looking in the right time and place. Looking down at your thumbs, twiddling. 
<sighs> Are we gonna mend this fence or what? Alright. We come back in and it's nighttime. The horses have laid down and the guys are still in the saddles. <laughs> Bill. Yeah. My leg has gone to sleep. I can't feel it oh, anymore. Oh, yeah. Sleep. Now that sounds lovely. Plenty nice night. Yes, indeed. Long day, mending fence. You've never mended a thing. We come back and it's two cowboys with spools of wire have come up on two horse skeletons <laughs> laying out in the prairie with two skeletons pinned underneath them. And there's spools of wire there and some pretty good good saddles. Say, so, hey, that's a that's a pretty nice saddle there. Two of them. <laughs> yeah. You think I could take one of them? Well, yeah, yeah she's... Sure, but I I seen the I seen the one with a nice rifle on it. That one's mine. Oh, okay, you're the smarter one. <laughs> you get the better one. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna keep a lookout out here just to make sure no predators come. So and then you just no get off. What? No predators. It's a it's like a what? it's a kind of a crab creature it comes from another planet a crab creature well i don't know for sure what it is but i just know they've been on this planet for hundreds of years hunting us as prey and crabs come from the sea yeah but this one comes from the the outer what? space i believe what we ain't got no sea around here nor do we got no outer space we got outer space is right up there but oh, not right but now all the way up there yeah, well, they just fall they, right on down, I assume. Fall from the sky and they live? Yeah. How in the hell are you going to fall from the sky and you live? They'll probably fall on a mattress or something. My right? cousin Bucky fell off the second floor of an inn. Mm-hmm. Leg broke right in two. Now, if Bucky fell from, let's say, the Martian planet. Okay. If he fell straight down from Martian planet. How many legs he had broken? He'd probably be dead. Stone maybe he had a lot dead. of legs. So if it's maybe 20 feet, two stories that he fell, and it broke one leg, so every 20 feet, that's worth a leg. And then... How many, how many legs away is the Martian planet? Well, it's got to be at least it's 500 feet. Now, if I could throw a rock... Okay, you could. Could throw a rock up yeah, in here. Okay. How far how far do you think I could throw a rock? I think you could throw it twenty feet at least. Alright. You're on. Let's see you do it. Yeah. Wow. I think that was thirty. Oh, damn it. That's a leg and a half. Yeah, how much I owe you? Well, a peck on the cheek, a I peck. think. <laughs> This is Will Smith? Uh, Justin Timberlake. Oh. Uh, oh, oh. Will Smith was in the stall and just doing a number, you know. Oh, my God. But Timberlake, I don't know if he's got some kind of thing going on upstairs, but he just would not stop scrubbing his hands. And he was talking to me 
What, like, was, he, no, what was he saying? He was saying 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. <laughs> Did he now did he stop that counting before you left? I don't know. He oh. could be counting right now. No like kidding. still like Oh my god, that's crazy. I, well, well. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> don't even don't even start, dude. Because I heard Will saying that the other day and I was like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Well he's he's a Scientologist then. Is he? Is he? I thought he was. Hmm. Well, we'll unpack that later. Sadly, we have to go in for the close. Oh, okay. We'll meet again. Don't know where. Don't know when. But I know we'll meet again. Some sunny day Keep smiling through Just like you always do Till the blue skies Drive the dark clouds far away Folks, that's been our show tonight. Thanks for joining me. Today, I have only had one person with me killing it, and that is... Alex Bergmans. Alex, what do you have coming up? At the end of February, Thursday and Friday, I'm doing a sketch show called The Skit Parade at Go Comedy. Um, Wednesdays in March at Go Comedy, I will be doing uh, an improvised uh, high school... Uh, set called Warning Signs, oh. and then Thursdays starting in March for like a year, I'm going to be doing improv sets at Pointless Improv Theater in Ann Arbor. Um, and also follow me on Twitter at a serious mang, which is a serious man with a G at the end, um, for good times. All right, man, you got a lot going on. I do. We'll meet again. Don't know where, don't know when, but I know we'll meet again some sunny day. Keep smiling through, just like you always do. Till the blue skies dry the dark cloud. Alright! Let's hit the fucking road!